This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. Tim, we're joined now by Ovik Roy. He is Forbes opinion editor. He's got a piece up on Trump and Obamacare and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, thank you for calling in, Ovik. Good to talk to you. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Uh, let's talk about some health care. Uh, Donald Trump is this, right. Uh, Donald <laughs> Trump is is right. This is on Forbes.com. Everyone should check it out. You can repeal Obamacare and still cover everyone with pre-existing conditions. Ovik, how does that happen? Yeah, so it's, you know, the, the, the left has this idea and the mainstream media has this idea that um, if you want to help people with pre-existing conditions, the only way to do it is Obamacare or single payer. There's no other way to do it. You know, if you don't if you don't do it that way, it can't be done. And that's totally not true. It's actually pretty simple. We spend the government spends every year, federal, state, and local, about one and a half trillion dollars subsidizing health care for Americans. It's very easy to take a small slice of that money and use it to make sure that people who have pre existing conditions and can't get coverage get the financial assistance they need to afford coverage without messing up the system for everybody else. And they do this how? Well, if you think about it this way, so if we had a free market for health insurance, and we don't today, but let's say we did, the way insurance would work, like it does in every other industry, is you charge more money to riskier people and less money to low-risk people. Think about car insurance, right? If you're the kind of person who's had five drunk driving accidents in the last five years, your car insurance is going to cost more than someone who has a perfect driving record. Similarly, if you're the kind of person who's had five heart attacks in the last five years and somehow managed to live through that, your health insurance is probably going to be more than someone who's been in perfect health. And so what the left tries to do is say, well, that's unfair. You shouldn't charge people who've had a lot of heart attacks more for health insurance than people who are perfectly healthy. The problem is if you make everyone charge, if you charge everyone the same, you make health insurance a lot more expensive for the young and healthy people, the people who stayed out of the hospital, and they drop out of the market because health insurance is not a good deal for them if they have to pay a lot more for it. So that's not the way to do it. That's what Obamacare does. Obamacare says let's redistribute the wealth through the health care system by overcharging younger and healthier people for their health insurance. That's not the way to do it. Leave them alone. Let younger and healthy people uh, pay for insurance that's affordable and financially makes sense for them, but for the people who are sick, who are also low income, who, you know, if, if you're a millionaire, you don't need the help. But if you're, if you're poor and your health insurance is too expensive, then you can provide tax credits uh, to help those people shop for coverage that is useful for them without messing up the system for anyone else. It's a more targeted approach. 
Do you think that Trump is going to repeal Obamacare? I mean, can this be done? Absolutely. Well, so the, the key thing to understand is you can't repeal all of Obamacare, every single word, as Ted Cruz liked to say, unless you have 60 votes in the Senate to overcome a filibuster. Now, you could get rid of the filibuster, but if you don't get rid of the filibuster, it takes 60 votes to repeal all of Obamacare. Now, short of that, what you can do is you can use the reconciliation process to repeal big chunks of Obamacare. The key thing with the reconciliation process, as some of your listeners will know, is that it can only be used for stuff that's germane to the deficit. So things that have to do with federal spending, things, have, things that have to do with taxes, and things that have to do with the deficit and the budget. And this is how so, they rammed Obamacare through in the first place, it should be noted. In, in part, right? So remember that actually there was a brief window of time after the Scott Brown, or before the Scott Brown election in Massachusetts, where Democrats did control 60 seats in the Senate. So a big chunk, the vast majority of Obamacare was passed with 60 votes in the Senate. Then there was a small bit at the end that they passed through reconciliation. But the vast majority of Obamacare was passed, uh, it overcame a filibuster. And that's really important because, in other words, for us to reverse that, you'd also have to overcome a filibuster. So you you can repeal. The key thing is you can totally defund Obamacare with the majority vote. You can get rid of the Medicaid expansion. You can get rid of the insurance subsidies, et cetera. What you can't get rid of by the reconciliation process are the regulations, the regulations that force insurers to cover maternity coverage and all the other things that, that Obamacare does to make your premium so high. So all the things when we talk about Obamacare rate shock and your premiums going up, all that is driven by the regulations in Obamacare, not the taxes and subsidies. So that part does require 60 votes in the Senate. But here's how it works. And I talk about this in the Forbes article you mentioned at the open. You repeal by a reconciliation the funding, the taxes and the spending in Obamacare on, in the first 100 days of the Trump administration. Then you, what you do is you phase that out. You say, okay, we're going we're gonna to continue those funding streams for two years and then take that two-year time frame to replace Obamacare with something that uh, is more on the conservative side of things. And then when you hash that out and you figure it out, you pass that with 60 votes. How do you get the 60 votes? Because the Democrats know that if they don't play ball, the whole thing goes away. And rather than allowing the whole thing to go away, they'll need to play ball and sign on to something that's more constructive and more market-oriented. How, what is an Obamacare plan like right now? If you get a gold plan in New York, do you, I mean, right. do you have pretty decent health care coverage if you, are, if you buy a plan as an individual off the exchange and you go for the best that you can get, or is it still crappy? Well, it's, it's pr- still crappy. I will say New York is, is one of the few places where Obamacare is not it, – it, re- on the relative scale, New York State is uh, – and New York City in particular are places where Obamacare is working better. And why is that? Because prior to Obamacare being the law of the land – New York State had a very similar system. In New York, prior to Obamacare, you couldn't charge people of different ages or different health statuses or different genders different rates for insurance. So the insurance market had already been destroyed in New York. Obamacare bailed out New York by creating the mandates and the subsidies that got more people into the market. So New York's sort of a, a special case, but say Texas, where I live. Texas premiums have shot up dramatically because we didn't have all those Obamacare-like regulations in our state before uh, the law, and now we do, and so premiums have more than doubled for most people. But so, but so in a state like Texas, how, how different is something you get off the exchange versus 
you know, having, uh, you know, I don't know, one of the big Blue Cross Blue Shield or United or whatever the biggest uh, healthcare providers are. I mean, how different are, are you? What, the benefits of the plans differ by a lot or are they actually somewhat comparable? Yeah, so, I mean, it's often Blue Cross and United, those kinds of companies have been offering plans on the exchanges. United has pulled out, but it's Blue Cross that's that's still in. But the way to ask the question, I think the question you're trying to ask, Buck, is what were plans like before Obamacare and what are they like now? Yeah. And the, the biggest differences are, one, the premiums are a lot higher. Two, the deductibles are higher, so the insurance doesn't really kick in until you've already spent Six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand dollars. Whereas before it might have been three thousand or two thousand. And uh, your choice of doctors and hospitals is much narrower. So uh, in, in the old plan that was cheaper, you had a broader choice of which doctors were uh, were part of your network, which were covered by your insurance. Today, that might be a much smaller handful who take a, a you know a lower reimbursement rate to, to be involved in that insurance plan. So a lot less choice, a lot higher deductibles, a lot higher premiums. And the expansion of Medicaid, by the way, and all of that that's yep. happening, how, how has that been relative to what we were told it would be uh, now that we've had some years of Obamacare rolled out? I mean, and also, is this something that Trump is going to be able or, or could theoretically address? Yeah, so uh, the Medicaid expansion in the states that have, uh, have expanded Medicaid under Obamacare, the costs have been a lot higher in most cases than they were expecting. So there are all these kind of left-wing think tanks who put out these rosy scenario reports that said if, say, Indiana expands Medicaid uh, or Arkansas expands Medicaid, uh, then you're going to save a lot of money and you're going to get all these free federal dollars, quote-unquote, from, uh, from the rest of the country coming into your state. Well, yes, there are a lot of federal dollars coming to your state, but the state itself has to spend way more than it expected. And in most cases, these Medicaid expansions are over budget. And by the way, more, most importantly of all, they're spending all this money on Medicaid, but all the research shows that having Medicaid is no better than having no insurance at all in terms of whether it makes you actually healthy or not, in terms of living longer, in terms of a lower rate of heart attacks, local, lower cholesterol, diabetes, things like that. Medicaid doesn't actually help you because so many doctors don't take Medicaid that if you have this card that says you have Medicaid, then it doesn't actually matter in terms of getting uh, access to the coverage that you need in a lot of cases. What are the most, what's the most important thing that a Trump presidency could do within the first, let's call it, uh, well, everyone talks about the first 100 days. That might be a bit fast. But what could be done in the first 100 days that would, that would really affect oh, yeah. everyone listening right now? I and mean, that would make health care better, cheaper, more accessible. Well, okay, so... The first thing that Trump can do is sign the repeal bill. The repeal bill will come pretty early on in a Trump administration. So sign the repeal bill, that's number one, because that will create a pathway to a better system. The second thing that Trump can do is there's a whole suite of executive orders and regulations and other things that the administration has put into force that have nothing to do with the letter of the law. They've gone above and beyond their actual uh, mandated authority. So what Trump can do pretty early on in his administration is, is uh, eliminate, roll back, wipe out, repeal those executive orders. 
He repeals those executive orders, and that will do. Like, what are some of the yeah. ones we're talking well, about? So, so some some of those executive orders will, uh, or, or the regulatory reforms can have some modest effect on reducing the cost of health care and health insurance for a lot of people. I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as to say he's going to be able to, with a stroke of a pen, save the health care system. He can't do that, but he can make a difference, you know, on the on the margins through getting rid of those executive orders that Obama signed. But most importantly, he can sign that repeal bill and help lead the process for a much better health care system over the future. Because as that happens, the health insurance industry, the health care industry will start to respond to that and try to keep costs down and make health care more affordable for more people. Ovik Roy is Forbes's opinion editor. You can read his latest on Forbes.com. Also follow him on Twitter. Ovik, great to have you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks, Buck. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.